From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. On today's episode, the CFL honor roll for last week is out, and three Thai Cats have been given honors for the week, including Stavros, Cats, and Tonus, who we'll hear from later on in the show. Coach O discusses the honorees and preparing for the final home game. Will Sunderland sits down with me to discuss his emergence into the Ticats lineup and the path he took to get to the CFL. And Tim White discusses closing out the season strong and chasing number one in receiving yards in the CFL. It's Wednesday, October 11th, 2023, and you're listening to Ticats Today. The Ticats were back at practice today for day three of this shortened week. Getting ready for Friday's matchup with the BC Lions, and they will look to repeat the game they had last time these two teams met. The only meeting of the season when the Ticats beat the Lions 30-13 in a game where the Ticats were really a heavy underdog. And at that point in the season, they weren't exactly winning many games, but it was that game that really turned the tide on the Ticats season because since the win, they've gone 5-2 and two in this last half of the year, although these two teams had opposite starts to the season. The Ticats 0-3 and the Lions 3-0. Both teams have identical 8-5 records over the last 13 games. A few Ticats will be looking to continue their performance from the last week's game and have even received honors from the CFL on this week's honor roll. Nick Cross received his second honor on special teams, finishing the game last week with a 91.5 rating. Omar Bayless had the best game of his CFL career with 51 yards receiving, but two touchdowns and a 73.9 rating and Stavros Katzentonis had yet another great game with that big pick and four tackles he ended up with an 84.1 rating with PFF the one thing these three guys have in common is that they were players that have broken out in their respective roles this season and Bayless and Katzentonis weren't starting on offense and defense to start the season. But once again, we see another example of the waiting room and the guys getting an opportunity to step up and make an impact. And that's what those two guys have done. And Nick Ross has been excellent on that special teams. Coach O spoke about some of the Ticats getting recognition today. Uh, the Ticats get recognition. I think it's a positive thing. And uh, usually means we've probably done something. Uh, usually show up in the W column, so that's the most important thing. I know it's the ultimate team sport, and you know recognizing individuals along the journey is okay, but definitely not the focus. But uh, I can't say enough about all of them, right? And I would say that probably with anybody who won. So um, yeah, for them, great recognition. But we're we're on to the next. Uh, the the past is the past. Love for them to be on a roll this upcoming week. Uh, I'm going to be talking to Will Sunderland. What can you say about what he's done since stepping into that starting roster? Well, I can just say he was patient in the waiting room for us. And, you know, we always like to say that at some point you'll be seen. And are you going to be ready for it? And, you know, Will was with us last year, gained some valuable experience, albeit only one game. But he did practice with us, got familiar, familiarized with the league, the motion and that sort of thing. So um, to say that I'm surprised when he got his opportunity probably be a little bit misleading. But um, he has done, you know, a, a decent job. But... You know, he's. we're going to have our hands full this week and down the stretch. It only gets tougher. It doesn't get any easier. Given the momentum this team's been riding over the last several games, is it almost a good thing, do you feel like, that you have a little bit of a shorter turnaround between these two games? Uh, Coaching-wise, I don't mind short turnarounds, especially at home. Uh, playing, I do I do think that uh, rest does – there is value in rest. Um, 
you know, even though they're going to get a couple of quick checks, they're still they're still the body at this time of the year. Uh, I do think rest is important or being as fresh as you possibly can. Yeah, you know, and you you, you value or you you value that a little bit, but at, at the same time, you know, they're they still have an opportunity. That's that you know, and and that's about as far as I go into to other people's teams. You know, uh, you know, we went out there. I know they'll be chomping at the bit to get back at us for for that. Not as you know sole motivation but a small piece um you know what happened last week is last week i know that the, you know you turn on the tape uh you see three phases well coached um they play hard they're you know they're very talented uh in all three facets of the game so you know just like every week in this league you got to be ready to play vernon is you know he's he's found a home i think and he's he's done a, f a phenomenal job and you know, they're, uh, you know, Jordan's done a great job as the OC there and, you know, giving them stuff that he can handle. They're a vertical passing team. They're going to be down the field. There's, there's no secrets about it. They trust their people and they're extremely creative in how they do it. And, um, you know, VA has been able to, to uh, get them the football. And, you know, <laughs> when it's not there, he'll take off. He still has that ability. I know he's, you know, he's racking up the passing yards. Uh, but he still can take off and hurt you, and it's really about when you let, allow that to happen, right? He's gonna, they're gonna get their passing yards. He's gonna get some scramble yards, but is it on key second downs, or is it just, uh, you know, on a, on the odd first down? That was Coach O. Stavros Katsantonis has been continuing his strong campaign and was honored for his efforts for the first time by the CFL this week. Since entering the starting roster back in week six, Katsantonis has been able to really solidify himself on that Ticats defense and has quickly risen among the CFL leaders in interceptions with five, making him second in the league. Pretty good for a guy who didn't start on defense for the first several games of the season. Stavros spoke to me today about finishing the season strong and his ability to make picks. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, th those things are, are obviously cool, obviously with uh, you know new uh, new things coming to the league like PFF, Genius Sports. Um, so always cool to be a part of something like that. But uh, at the end of the day, getting the win was probably the, the most satisfying thing from this past week. You're now second in the league in interceptions. Is that a number that you would like to see improve these next couple of games? Uh, yeah, I mean, you always want to see individual stats uh, go up, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, there's nothing better than winning. So, if yeah, if that contributes to that, that, that's awesome. But at the end of the day, you know, I just want to win along with the rest of my teammates. This secondary has been playing very, very well in, in this last couple of games. But why do you think that is? Why do you think that everything seems to have been clicking, especially the second half of the season? Yeah, I mean, we, we just have really good, we're really good coaching staff that, uh, you know, like I said, they just prepare us each week. Um, we got guys that believe in each other in the room, and, and we got veteran guys mixed in with younger guys and, and in between as well. So, um, um, there, there's easy, there's easy guys to lean on in there for you know questions or, or things like that that you know maybe a guy that's a rookie may not understand and um, you know those guys have come a long way this season um, and you know we've just been gelling, gelling real good together, um, playing well and, and that's been showing on the field. Now going up against a BC team that likes to throw the ball and has a guy like Vernon Adams, a potential MOP, what do you need to do to contain them and limit their success through the air? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we know Vernon's a, a really good quarterback. Um, you know, he's leading the league in a lot of stat categories, as is their offense. So, um, you know, for us, it's, it's it's no different on how we prepare. Just being top down, making sure we're locked in, um, playing assignment of football, and at the end of the day, just uh, executing when our play is uh, right there and in front of us. So, um, just making our plays when they come to us, and um, at the end of the day, just you know, the, the biggest thing is to be having that crowd involved for us, and, and they always give us a, a little bit of extra energy on the field. 
That was Stavros Katsantonis. Tim White is another guy who's risen up the stat leaderboards this season. He currently sits second in the league in receiving yards with 1,157 yards and is tied for first in 100-yard receiving games with five. Tim White spoke about his statistics and finishing the season off with a bang. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, definitely look at and track that stuff. Um, obviously, just thankful for the opportunity, thankful to even be in that position. So, uh, yeah, it's something I look at, but winning comes first. You're also on pace to at least match or if not do better than your receiving yard total from last year. Um, is that another thing, another goal you've also looked at? Yeah, I definitely, before the season, put a lot of those things into perspective and put it on the, the goal list for sure. So I look to do better than what I did last year. So, yeah. And then one more statistic, but you're currently leading the league in the 100-yard games. What can you say about your ability to have those big games and those big yardage games? Yeah, I would just say, you know, just trusting the coaches, you know, trusting them to put us in, you know, the right position, and then just trusting my teammates, you know, understanding that they're going to get their blocks, they're going to make their throws. So uh, it's definitely a team thing, you know, when it comes to that. And then when I get the ball, just try to do the, the most that I can with it. And then having Bo back on the field last weekend, what was it like to have him back and his presence around around the rest of the guys? Yeah, big leadership. You know, you know, he brings a lot of experience uh, to the game. So, you know, a lot of guys, they're just locked in on, you know, some of the smaller details of the game and uh, our system and everything. So it's real nice having him back. It's fun. A lot of the guys have been able on this receiving core have been able to contribute this season. And just for example, Omar Bayless just named to the honor roll. But how much does that help you having those other guys who defenders have to keep an eye out for? Yeah, no, it's, it's big, you know, uh, having guys, you know, on the field who can make their play, you know, that's super important. And that's definitely one of the things we preach around here is just make our play. So uh, seeing guys make their play and uh, yeah, it makes the game fun. It's enjoyable and uh, definitely takes a lot of weight off. And then one final question going up against BC, a team that's battling for first in the West. What do you need to do to produce some points here and then get a victory. Yeah, we just have to continue to execute, you know, do what we do. And uh, when the ball's in our hands, just make a play and just go out there and have some fun. That was Tim White. It'll be fun to see if he can close out the season at number one in any of those two categories. Will Sunderland has been a recent success to the Ticats secondary over the last two games and has been putting Ticats fans on notice with what he's been able to do in this Ticats secondary. Since making his first start of the season against Calgary a week and a half ago, He's been lights out. He sat down with me today to discuss making the most of his recent opportunity and spoke a little bit about his journey to the CFL. Oh, man, I just, you know, I just take uh, every day and just approaching each day, uh, you know, like it's my last. Uh, you know, uh, I've been in this, in this professional business for a long time, and, you know, I've been cut from teams, so I just know what it takes every day and day in and uh, day, in and day out, so... Uh, every day I'm on that field. I just, you know, just I just go hard. When when you first got into football, what was it that made you love the sport and want to play football? Man, it's just the uh, it's just the physicality, man. It's just uh, you know, just growing up watching Sean Taylor. Okay. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, just watching him, just just knocking people heads off, and you know, just just getting the ball, man. It's just and, you know, it just looked fun out there, just attacking people, just getting the ball back and celebrating with the team and. You know, uh, like they say, defense win games. So, mm-hmm. you know, just playing defense aside is just a, it's just amazing feeling, and in, uh, especially just game of football too as well. So.
So watching him, kind of, that was what made yeah. you say, hey, I want to be a defensive yeah. player. So <laughs> there was nothing in you that was like, I want to play offense, or, or uh, always defensive-minded? Uh, I play offense, you know, both sides of high school, yeah. man. But it's just... It's just bringing the contact. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that different feeling. Instead of just looking for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of looking for it, you go to the guy yeah, in yeah. contact. So, it's, you know, so that was one of the reasons why I played defense. In high school, you had a you must have had a good high school career because you go to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But what was it like? When did you figure out that there was an option for you to go to college ball? And, and where did that all come about of you going to Oklahoma? I was really uh, after my my freshman year of high school, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I used to play baseball, football, uh, in a track, yeah. and and it just so like something just clicked after my freshman year. It's just like it just clicked because like we went like undefeated mm-hmm. my freshman year, the freshman team, but it just it just clicked, man. And I like after that, I just ran with it, yeah. it you know. So yeah. <laughs> when did the offers start to come in? Uh, the offers came. I got my first offer. It was really because a lot of offers was on hold after my well, well during the sophomore season. Mm-hmm. I had Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma State, Arkansas, Ohio State. They was gonna offer wow. me my sophomore year, but they just because at that time I was a body, uh, I was a basketball body, yeah. so I was like skinny or whatever. Yeah. So like I had to like put on a couple pounds, yeah. really like hit the weights to show them that like I'm not just a skinny safety. Yeah, I'm so, serious about football. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. Really, my sophomore year, after my sophomore year, that's when the offers start coming. That's pretty early. And what made you decide to choose Oklahoma out of high school? Oh, um, I chose them because uh, at that time, Bob Stoops, Mike Stoops, his brother, and uh, Kel Gunny. At that time, Kel Gunny uh, is from Mill City. Okay. And, you know, they used to come almost like every other week to the school and and just give me the playbook. And like I knew, I'm like okay. And plus, you know, they were subtly trying. Yeah, to get you. <laughs> yeah. They was like they was just handing my coach, Coach Sex, in the playbook, and it's like uh, it's like they knew I was like I was going there because every other weekend I'm always down there at the football games. Yeah. Then like then like my daddy, big OU fan, so it was like. Yeah. People kind of knew. People kind of knew. Whatever. Yeah. So they trusted you. If yeah. they're giving you the playbook, yeah, you could yeah. go and like sell. Yeah, that I stuff. didn't have no choice. Like, <laughs> man, I might as well commit. You know, yeah. whatever. But yeah. <laughs> and then, so well, that first moment you played college ball, I guess that would probably been your first taste, or just being around a college mm-hmm. facility, anyways. Yeah. What was that transition like for you? Man, it was just. Um, Man, it was just a big difference from mm-hmm. you know from just, just the high school that I went to that then just go to the University of Oklahoma. Uh, I mean, like it was different, but just the just the football style of playing and stuff like it was really the same because yeah. my high school did the same defense as, as OU, so the 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 playbook was was the same, but outside of that, it was it, it was really. It's almost different. like they groomed you for yeah. that for Oklahoma. Uh-huh. You then decide to play pro football. Mm-hmm. You spent a little bit of time in the NFL mm-hmm. and in training camps and that. But I want to talk about your jump to the CFL. When did that come about that the CFL was an option? For oh, you? it was after 20, 2021 season. Okay. Literally, uh, it was, yeah, it was it was after I got done with the, fi- uh, with the Falcons. Uh, you know, I was at home, you know, working out, chilling, just waiting for that call like everybody else. And my agent called and was just like, uh, how you feel about the CFL? I was like, um, I mean, like, can I go to the league out, out of the CFL? He said, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was like, okay. Like, if I, yeah. I mean, like, I wasn't even worrying about the, 
oh, I got to go to Canada or yep. whatever, this and that. Man, it was just like, I just love the game of football, man. And, and Hamilton, man, they just they just took a shot on me. And, like, they believed in me uh, when they brought me in. Uh, Spence, you know, uh, that's my guy right there, man. He, mm-hmm. you know, like, he believed in me since day one. He got me up here. And, you know, he just told me just go hard every day. My time will come. And, you know, I, you know, I took his word like for that uh you know it meant some ups and ups and some downs you know but you know i just gotta just put my foot on the gas and keep pushing then eventually my my time came and you know i'm rolling with it and until the wheels fall off especially right now you've yeah. really been rolling with it the transition for some guys from mm-hmm. america to canada not just the game itself but mm-hmm. what was it like for you to come and live in canada because uh, had you spent much time in canada before mm, no. no so no. what was it like transitioning to switching to moving to a different country and and canada oh man it was a big difference because uh you know i like i love all my snacks <laughs> and you know canada they don't <laughs> have got the same snacks. yeah they don't have no, none of the true. snacks so but i mean you know uh you know i've been going all across the uh map and stuff like that but i mean i don't Canada is, is a good country. Like I like I didn't expect Canada Canada to be like this. Yeah, uh, Hamilton. It's kind of remind me of my hometown back yeah. at home. So it's kind of similar ways. I mean, but yeah, you know, yeah, like the smaller town, facts. like a city, but it's, yes. you know, hardworking class uh-huh. kind of yes. thing. Yes, but like I don't feel like I'm like far away from home. Yeah. So that's the good. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I went to Troy, I knew I was twelve hours away from home. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm far away from <laughs> yeah, home. But yeah. like, but like, but like when I'm up here. If I feel like I'm just right down the road, yeah, and that's a good feeling though, cause you know Hamilton feel like family to me. Feels like home. Right? Yeah, yeah, feel like home, definitely. And when you're not playing football, what are you doing in your spare time for fun? Oh man, I'm a I'm a big I'm a big uh, movies guy. Okay, man, I uh, I watch uh, Lupin. Okay. Um, yeah, but I man, I, man, I'm a big movies guy. Yeah. Man. I I like to watch uh, I like to watch TV shows. If I ain't watching TV, I like to go bowling. Yeah, okay, bowling. So, yeah, bowling. so there's a lot of guys on the team that yeah. like to bowl. But who are you bowling with on the team? Is Lawrence Woods one of those guys? Woods, yeah. yes. <laughs> you, I've heard a lot Number of Number one him. prospect. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number one enemy. Yeah. I'm trying to get him, man, because, you know, he got the custom ball. He team, He's though, got but the custom I ain't ball. saying nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, he That's got the good. custom ball. He got the custom uh, shoes. Yeah. He got the little hand wrap, too. I'm like, yeah, man. But, yeah, bowling. We bowling, know Lawrence yeah. Woods, he could be a pro football player and a pro <laughs> Yeah, bowl at the same time. <laughs> yeah. At the oh, same time. <laughs> All right, so we got a big couple of games coming up here. You've been pushed into a really, you know, important role, mm-hmm. and you've been doing a tremendous job at that role. How do you continue your play, help get this team into a spot where you can be successful in the playoffs? Man, just like Coach O said, do your job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody got a role to play and, and just, and you know, just play your best role as you can, and everything is going to gonna fall in place but at the end of the day everybody everybody gotta do their job to make everybody else to make plays easy plays but at the end of the day everybody gotta do their job you know just communicate and you know eventually everybody gonna make a play that was will sunderland before we go ticats fans i need to talk about a place that's near and dear to my heart niagara falls ontario before i moved to the great city of hamilton which i love i lived in the falls and it's such an amazing place to be I'll always love it, and there's no better time to book your spontaneous overnight getaway to Niagara Falls, Canada than right now. So go to NiagaraFallsTourism.com for details. The autumn and winter seasons are always filled with excitement and so much to do in the fall. So make sure to go out and book your getaway. That's all the time for me today. I want to thank you for listening to Ticats today.